If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Announcing our first VIP sale of 2021. Just 99 cents gets you a full month of VIP access. If you act now, go to pwtorch.com slash govip. Enter coupon code 2021 sale. That's right, 2021 sale. And that'll take $9 off our usual $9.99 monthly subscription price. That's 2021 sale. Enter that in the coupon code box on our signup form at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. Check out the new 2021 podcast lineup, including everything with Rich Fan, Nick and Tom's Intercontinental Adventure, the VIP Vault, and more to be announced. And now we are compatible with the Apple Podcast Native app. No need to enter your username and password. And, of course, you get these shows with the ads and plugs free through Apple Podcasts on your iPhone or Google Podcasts or many other popular podcast apps on both iOS and Android devices. That's pwtorch.com slash govip. It's just 99 cents. Enter coupon code 2021SALE. You can now pay through PayPal or credit card and debit card directly on our Express sign-up form. In fact, you can be VIP in 30 seconds and have our VIP ad-free podcasts on your iPhone or Android device in the next two minutes. pwtorch.com slash govip. That's pwtorch.com slash govip. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Now, PW Torch and Spreaker bring you the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. It's time for Wade's interview with one of Pro Wrestling's newsmakers. All right, Sam, uh, without detailing yet the names, how many met in the Men's Royal Rumble, how many candidates roughly are there who right now if I pressed you to name them, which I'm not, we'll get to that, have a chance to come out the winner. I was thinking about this, <laughs> and there's like, obviously, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. why I'm, that's why we're having this conversation. Um, I hadn't it, thought of that at all, Wade. Let me take a break here. <laughs> Is that Sunday? Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, the thing about it is that there's probably at least a good five that have been announced. And there's so many that haven't been announced. Yeah. Like there's so many open slots and so many potential. You know, I, I could easily, I could probably come up with ten, five that are announced and and five that haven't been announced or or some semblance of that. I could probably pretty easily come up with a very credible to somewhat credible idea for for ten men right now. Well, that that'll be a long discussion. So I want to hit a a, a few quick things here, <laughs> I'm and then to. yeah, I'm not going to, but <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll ex- obviously we'll expand and get specific on that. Next question is, um, what do you think of the way Raw Rumble has been hyped this year? Because it it struck me on Raw this week that we didn't get the the statistic video of all the numbers. We don't have a Tumblr with wrestlers drawing numbers. No one's revealing their number. They haven't. They've. There's no organized. Um, list that WWE's presented to fans of who has who has been entered officially in the Rumble so far. Do you do you like that? Does it affect your anticipation for the show? And and why do you think it the approach is so different this year than than is typically the case? But I wouldn't say this. It's not like it, they've always done it the same way, and this is a clean break from it. But this feels different than than recent years. This definitely feels. I kind of came to this conclusion after Raw this week. It feels like this year's Royal Rumble, more so than any in recent memory, is really being sold on the Royal Rumble. Like, just being sold on the name. Like, it's the Royal Rumble. You know you want to see it. You know it's going to be awesome. We do it every year. You know what the Royal Rumble is. The Royal Rumble's on. Um, Because you don't necessarily... Like it's it's hard to catch a definitive wave toward where it appears that WrestleMania is going, just because there are so many different possibilities. Um, without one being the standout, clear, this is where they're going. This is the best one to go with. This is there's just there's theories right now more than anything else. Um, they have a very I thought, and it's so like when I was doing my podcast this week, I started by saying. 
it's a really great undercard as far as Royal Rumble pay-per-views go. And then as I was looking at the matches, I realized, oh, they've only announced two matches. <laughs> like, like, I didn't even, yep. I didn't even realize it's just because the two title matches are huge. But beyond that, it's literally just the two battle royals and the two title matches, and that's it. I we, think we they can... announced the woman's tag on on online today. But, yeah. Like, yeah. but, but beyond that, I I. I I I feel like it's just being sold on the idea that this is the Royal Rumble. I would have liked to have seen some more elements, you know? I would have liked, like, as a viewer, and I don't know if I'm unique or not, but when they were advertising uh, the return of backstage, and they just said straight up, we're going to tell you who number 30 is. I Maybe it's just nostalgia, but I yeah. feel like I would be more interested in hearing them say, tune into backstage this week. It's where the superstars will be drawing their numbers. And then, like, you know, and you could pre-tape all of it, obviously. You don't have to, have to fly them all to the Fox studios and do it. But, like, you get to have more of those vignettes where wrestlers are reacting to their numbers and using the Tumblr and, and, and doing all that. You know, I, 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 I feel like I would rather see the wrestlers drawing their numbers on backstage than see them just be announced as to who was going to be one and two in the women's and also it seemed like when they were advertising it like they said straight up who's going to start the night with the women's at one and two and who's going to end the night with the men's at number 30 so i was like is that official like are you are we saying that the women's royal rumble is starting the night and the men's royal rumble is the last match what of we, the night? what are we going to talk about for the last last five minutes of this podcast sam if we don't talk about match order <laughs> yeah, yeah i know like like you know, I I feel like I already figured it out when I was yep. watching backstage. Um, so yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more of those elements, more of the uh, the numbers game stuff. And they didn't do the vignettes. Like you know, there was a lot on commentary of of like uh, uh, you know, oh, if this were the Royal Rumble, he'd be eliminated. If this were the Royal Rumble, he'd be eliminated. You know, every time somebody wore the Yes, that was like, four, I was going to joke earlier in our, uh, this few minutes ago when you talked about the marketing of the Rumble, I said 40% of the marketing is Tom Phillips or Michael Cole going, if this was a Royal Rumble, that would have been an elimination. <laughs> but they didn't, they're not airing like the, by the numbers, like right. that thing that comes on every, every year, which I kind of miss now. And, 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 and the Tumblr, I, I, I miss, I miss the, what a big deal yeah. the numbers were and maybe a match having a stipulation like, you know. Austin getting screwed by getting number one, but then Sean coming in and screwing Vince by giving him number two. And it's like, it's all about the numbers. And, and yeah, I am missing some of that. Yeah. So I, I, the trusty Wikipedia page has uh, tallied that 17 of 30 have been announced because they declared themselves um, on television. It does leave 13 spots wide open. Um, obviously, most of them are going to be main roster members but it does leave a lot of po a, a lot of room for speculation in, leading up to the rumble so let's talk about some of the not the people who have not been declared officially or regular parts of the roster who are some possibilities both i mean we could say for novelty's sake you know someone who's going to enter i mean it's harder to predict that someone who might enter and get tossed out you know um you know somebody from you know, 15 years. Tatanka, just grab a name. Like, maybe he enters, and it's just a fun little fun little moment. Or Santina. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Savio Vega, just saw him on MLW. Be awesome. 
Yes. But but in terms of the, that's harder to do and it's sort of random. But in terms of like actual possible winners, like what how long is that list? Who who comes to mind? Uh I've taken longer this year than usual to tell you the truth. You know, I was kind of going thinking about it on on, on my podcast that I was recording on Sunday night and uh first Edge it was it was a surprise to me that Edge declared this week on Raw. I don't think it's such a bad thing. You know, I think that I think Edge's promo was great. So you know, the fact yes. that it was a really good promo kind of makes everything okay. And also, if you're going to have a Royal Rumble with m- a couple of big surprise returns, I'd almost rather have Edge announce that he's going to be there. So it's like Monday gets to be Edge's night of everybody going like, oh my God, Edge is coming back. And then whoever surprise returns on Sunday, it doesn't take away. You don't have to pick like, oh, which one am I really reacting to? Because... We've gotten the edge reaction. We know he's coming. We're excited. And, you know, we whoever's coming next, we can get excited in the moment for. So, um, I, The Fiend is obviously on that list. I, I feel like you're more yeah. likely to get The Fiend. I don't think The Fiend's going to win. You know, I, 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 think the, I think you're pretty likely to have The Fiend be involved, whether he's an entrant or just shows up. But I think that that's more of just being involved. I think because Randy Orton's in the match, so the Randy fiend Orton's showing the up to distract Randy, yeah, or or I mean, you know, because we've seen post production trickery lately. Um, yes. you know, aspects of the Rumble could be pre recorded, and there might be one one moment that they feed into the Rumble where the lights go out, the fiend's in the ring. And, he, and then the lights go out, they come back on, and the Fiend's gone, but Randy Orton's been eliminated. I mean, you know, some, something along those lines. And then we never see Fiend again, and they don't explain it to us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, you have <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think in terms of returns, I'm looking at Seth Rollins as certainly a possibility. Yeah. Um, and that'll be interesting, because I don't, I don't know the feeling on Seth. I don't see him returning as a, a good guy, as much as I think his character could use a refresher. I don't think he's been gone quite long enough that people in order to return as a good guy, you kind of have to have like what happened to triple H or honestly what happened to Seth Rollins, that first injury where like people were into him, even though he was a bad guy and then he's out for eight months and it's like, Oh man, I really miss Seth. Like I think that, that people were okay with Seth getting a break and it hasn't been that long. So and they I, heard that documentary of his comeback workout. Ex- yes, and it and, was very much like the Triple H uh, yeah. videos that were aired in in the end of two thousand one. Yeah. Um, so and, I don't. And yeah, he was so, the and and oh, sorry, Sam. He was also sort of the anti-Roman pop. You know, like true. Set, I mean, I was in the building for that pop, and it was just insane five years ago. For Me that. too. Yeah. That, you know what? That was when we first did a podcast together. That you were in town. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I was just I was looking out at uh, looking out the windows at all the tall buildings, and you guys were like, "Wait, we see this every day. What's the big deal?" <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So I'm I just a small town Minnesota kid in this tall skyscraper <laughs> in New York City. Yeah, well, if we were in Minnesota, I'm sure I'd be looking out the window, going like, "Look at all this snow! I can't believe it." <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But I think that uh, I think so. I think Seth is a possibility, and I think that he could easily return still as a heel. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't see him taking that baby face role right now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, 
they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every Sunday night, catch Wrestling Night in America on PWTorchDailyCast.com, hosted by me, PW Torch columnist Greg Parks. Each week, I'll welcome a co-host from the Torch family to discuss the big shows in pro wrestling, taking your calls and emails. You can listen live most weeks beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. On Sunday nights with a WWE or Impact pay-per-view, we go on the air at the conclusion of that pay-per-view. You can listen live, but of course, the full show is available for download on demand anytime shortly after it airs. Visit PWTorchDailyCast.com and click the live stream link to find the next scheduled live show link. Search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe. Wrestling Night in America every Sunday, PWTorchDailyCast.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I have one other thing on Seth. Do you think yeah. if, he, if, if he came back now, would he be more likely... If, if Seth and Roman wrestled in front of a live audience, 
I think Roman would be more cheered than Seth, even if Roman was a heel and Seth was a face. It depends on the variables of the booking. I think Roman's been so cool and so good and so effective. And Seth is so damaged. And like you say, the timing isn't quite right for him to come back as like, you know, the returning, yay, we're so glad you're back. We just love to see you again like five years ago. Um, I actually think the crowd would be more behind Roman. I agree 100%. And I actually think it's going to be a really interesting lead up to WrestleMania because that's something they have to be super cognizant of because we won't have a live crowd before WrestleMania. So we'll find out for sure, for sure at WrestleMania. But I think, yeah, any of us that have been watching for any length of time, when you're picking Roman's opponent, I think that that's the, that's the biggest thing that you have to worry about. If you want Roman to get that heel reaction, I, you know, ironic that because of the year he's had, we now have to be careful picking Roman's opponent so that he does get booed at WrestleMania. Um, yeah. But uh, so, but all that said, um, <laughs> that is that's quite the statement. It, yeah. it takes a second to sink in. A whole new it's problem. Ir- yep. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's very ironic. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, Brock Lesnar is on my short list for sure as yeah. uh, potential comebacks. There's just so much with Brock. I mean, even if Brock were to win, he's got unfinished business with Drew. I mean, technically, it's finished. Drew beat him, but you know. He's going to want revenge, right? Nobody beats Brock Lesnar. So he could want to take Drew's head off. But at the same time, Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, what's going on there? Like, there's, a, there's just a lot there. So I think that Brock, Brock is a prime candidate for return. For me, I think the ultimate return that I want to see, and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all. I John Moxley, based on Renee Young <laughs> being back. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he said he's open for business. Clearly, he's on his way back. <laughs> um, I think that you're looking at WrestleMania, right? And you want this to be huge. You want that. You want all eyes on this. You want, even though you know people have had people in the audience. The Super Bowl is going to have people in the audience. You want the feel. You have seen people in the audience over the weekend. You want the feeling to be that you know WWE is going to want the feeling to be. This is the first public celebration and in order to do that you need to have two and it's two nights you need to have enough going on where it's two huge matches um i would like to see john cena Mm -hmm. return and win the royal rumble uh and then come out on raw the next night and basically say that drew doesn't have what it takes to hold this company up on his shoulders and like Kind of turn heel, kind of yeah. not, you know, not like a full cheesy Hollywood Hogan. I'm bad, John Cena now, but just be like, kind of be like the Undertaker on Joe Rogan's podcast. Kind of be <laughs> like, I don't, I don't believe in this generation, and you know, big deal. You beat Goldberg, but you know, you 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 haven't touched. Was able to do, even when I was at 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 your level, and and I think that you could end up telling a story similar to The Rock and John Cena, but. The roles, Having, yeah. Cena yeah, in the rock role, yeah. Exactly. And I just think that that's a very interesting place since, you know, Cena, the character John Cena, as a good guy, what made him a good guy was he said he would never be in the role that The Rock was in. So now that you see John Cena coming back and he is in the role that The Rock is in and he's justifying that role, and on a real level, I think John Cena is capable of doing to Drew what The Rock did to John Cena, where they would go out and do those promos. And as much as, you know, they're sticking to character, The Rock really challenged 
John Cena in a real way. Like, if you don't step up to the plate, I'm going to humiliate you on live TV. And I think that I think that that brought out the best in John Cena a couple of times. And I think that that could bring out the best in Drew. And I think that that you could end up having Drew beat John Cena. And really, I mean, talk about missing a moment when he beat Brock Lesnar. Talk about having, you know, that kind of wonky middle of the year when he, you know, lost the title and then won it back from Randy. And, you know, and things got a little muffled there. Having Drew tell a nice long story with John Cena, who doesn't believe in him or this entire generation, and then having Drew beat him, I think that that's a WrestleMania moment. A- absolutely. And then and then, what's your other match at WrestleMania the, for Roman? Um, you know, my as a fan, I would love to see Daniel Bryan put his career on the line against Roman Reigns' title. Ah. Um. Because that's one of those. See, something we've been talking about on my podcast is this: is how I don't believe kayfabe is dead at all. I think that there's this new kayfabe where you know, kind of the upper echelon of performers are aware of how in tune the wrestling audience is, and are aware that they're in tune with what they say. So I think that somebody like Daniel Bryan is aware that when he goes out in public, or when he goes on Talking Smack, and when he says. I'm not going to be a full-time wrestler much longer. Or when he says, you know, this is my last year as a full-time guy. Or when it becomes public information that he's on the creative team and Mm -hmm. that he's ready to be a dad. And it's like, people know this. So the fact that those elements are in would lead us to believe that Daniel Bryan could realistically retire after WrestleMania. He could lose his career in a match against Roman Reigns. And what we've Mm -hmm. seen of Roman Reigns, he doesn't lose. So now... We've got the credibility of Daniel Bryan could lose this match and lose his career. But at the same time, the precedent has also been set with Daniel Bryan that when the right story is told, Daniel Bryan can win a headlining WrestleMania match. So that's one of those that I I just think that there's a great story there. You could also, of course, do Roman and Brock. You know, that that I, I, I kind of think that that's something that requires a little bit more storytelling and maybe something that you push till SummerSlam. Um, but it's certainly on the table. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The The possibilities for headline matches both nights are huge. Now, um, I'll, I'll say this before I move on too far from this. If, if The same story with John Cena could, and I don't think the odds are, substantial um could be undertaker they have this whole going away ceremony then he goes on joe rogan and it's actually the new work you know it's 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 the new kayfabe yeah. rip on the current generation they don't have what it takes he shows up wins and then he goes and then drew goes you better pick me because <laughs> i want to show that i am uh, a smash mouth wrestler that i'm badass that i you know i mean it's tough because taker's broken down and old and they've told that story so you know it's not like drew would actually be proving anything by beating you know a, a frail brittle undertaker who's retired but you could tell an amazing story that way and earn taker's respect and tell a similar story to cena i like the cena one better um for a, a long list of reasons but i throw that out there as you know you brought up the the, the rogan podcast and you talk about kayfabe isn't dead what if what if that was, um, you know, using the Joe Rogan podcast to to set the foundation for what they do on Sunday? 
Yeah, and it's not like it'd be the first time the under like that's un you, well that's unthinkable. Rogan's got the biggest podcast. You're not gonna work Joe Rogan. He's got the biggest podcast <laughs> ever, and you're like. You're talking about the guy who went to a UFC fight, and after Brock lost a title fight, <laughs> he tried to set up a work yeah. with the guy. Like, yeah. this is the Undertaker lives and breathes this, you know? So, you know, I, I, I think that, yeah, that if anybody is going to pull that off, it's the Undertaker. But, and I, and I, I it's just a storyline. I just feel like, you know, I was kind of frustrated on Raw that they didn't use Goldberg to take advantage of that conversation that's happening. That they, I mean, it's set yeah. it, they, Rogan's the biggest podcast in the world. Undertaker goes on Rogan. The whole wrestling community is talking about this. The superstars are talking about this on their Twitter accounts. Like the guys who are on TV are on Twitter talking about their video games and how the old man doesn't know what he's talking about and blah, blah, blah. It's like there should be a way that you can use this for all the pop culture references that you're trying to get in. There should be a way that you can use this to your advantage. I mean, get the world talking about wrestling. Totally, totally. Announcing our first VIP sale of 2021. Just 99 cents gets you a full month of VIP access. If you act now, go to pwtorch.com slash govip. Enter coupon code 2021SALE. That's right, 2021SALE. And that'll take $9 off our usual $9.99 monthly subscription price. That's 2021SALE. Enter that in the coupon code box on our sign-up form at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Searching for more great pro wrestling talk? Then join me, Jason Powell, host of the free weekly Pro Wrestling Boom podcast. Each week, you'll hear the latest news and analysis from me and my team at ProWrestling.net along with other Pro Wrestling Media members. Plus, the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast features long-form interviews with notable names in the pro wrestling industry. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and all your favorite secondary apps, or visit us directly at PWBoom.com. Once again, that's PWBoom.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sam, let's, uh, let's pause here and have you... Tell people, you've made reference to your podcast, tell people what, what you've already recorded and what's coming up and how people can hear more from you. Well, of course, Not Sam Wrestling. It's on uh, wherever you get audio podcasts, Apple, Spotify, everything. Um, and we did, a, we did, this week's podcast was a lot of fun. It came out on Monday. Um, whole Royal Rumble preview and in my in-depth setup for the John Cena thing. I had, a, I had a bunch of different rants to make. I talked a little bit about the Undertaker stuff. I talked about... Uh, uh, ways that I think pro wrestling needs to adjust its presentation uh, that kind of, you know, after watching several weeks and kind of having this stuff swirl around in my head, then watching UFC over the weekend, I was like, oh, okay, I think I know. So I went on this whole thing about changing up the presentation. Um, so that's that's up, and of course we'll, we'll, we'll be recapping Royal Rumble on Monday and... We'll be doing all kinds of stuff on the Patreon. We'll be there's a bonus podcast before the Royal Rumble, and then we'll do a pre-show, and we'll do all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, of course, the Not Sam Wrestling show on the WWE Network is still up. We're doing our season finale this week. Mark Henry's the guest. It's 90 minutes long instead of an hour, um, and it's a real. I mean, it's just packed with content. So I'm excited about that. And and uh, we'll be doing a show on the WWE Network. Uh, I think this weekend where we get to me and a couple of guys from the bump are going to fantasy book the ultimate Royal Rumble match. So that'll be a lot of fun. Very cool. Very cool. Um, How about on Twitter, social media? Not Sam across the board. Not Sam on Twitter. Not Sam Instagram. Not Sam.com. Easy to find. Awesome. Cool. Cool stuff. Uh, By the way, before we get back to the Rumble, what's your... uh, uh, Thought initial thought on the uh, Peacock deal with WWE Network in the United States uh, being absorbed into Peacock as basically a hub or a subchannel. I love it because it means in 2020 I got a show on the WWE Network and on 2021 I got a show on Peacock. <laughs> so you know it's looking pretty good for me. I mean I think that uh, yeah I'm I'm a, I'm a fairly optimistic person and it seems like this is a lot of good. You know the idea that. For the same price for nine ninety nine, if you you know you could get the WWE Network for half off if you put some commercials in there, you get it for five bucks a month now starting in March. But for ten bucks, same price, you'll get everything you got on the WWE Network, which is what my understanding is, and everything that's on Peacock, The Office, and all that. I mean, if you told me, if you told me that The Office was coming to the WWE Network, I would be elated. I'd be like, this is great. I'll never leave the WWE Network. So, you know, the idea that... uh, I I think it's really great for WWE, of course, um, for the mainstream of pro wrestling. I think it's really good for Peacock, and, and, and it really kind of shows the world how valuable the WWE brand is. Um, And when that can happen... And we theoretically don't seem to be losing anything as a fan. In yeah. fact, we seem to be gaining as a fan. I think it's a real sweet deal. I think WrestleMania might be seen by more people this year than have ever watched it. Because yeah, I mean, there's 20-some I mean, million people who have Peacock who aren't WWE Network subscribers right now. 
And it's, I know people could always get it for free, you know, with a trial basis, you know, during, since 2014, the free trial type thing. But I mean, I assume there's some people out there, a good number of people. I don't know if it's 10,000 or 300,000 um, or a million, but you would think among those 20 million people with access on Peacock, there's going to be enough hype and promotion or like, I think I'm going to turn on, you know, it's like people watch the Super Bowl, but don't really watch any other NFL games. They might want to tune in, especially if there's celebrity involvement or the right lineup or a live performance. I mean, I could see WWE bragging in mid to late April about more people seeing this WrestleMania than any other. Yeah, and I think that's very, very possible. I think that, I think that the next step is a concerted campaign because I would bet that a lot of the people who have Peacock don't even know that they have Peacock, right? Like, I bet a lot of the subscribers yeah. are because yeah. I think everybody that has Comcast and Cox Cable, something like that, like they get Peacock or whatever it is. So I get, I just have uh, Xfinity Wi-Fi. I don't even have mm-hmm. cable anymore, but I get Wi-Fi mm-hmm. through Xfinity, and and I get Peacock for free because of that on all my on my Roku. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that then it's it's customers like you, like if you weren't a wrestling historian, you might not know that you could also watch WrestleMania on that thing that you had for free. So I, I think it'll be up to educating the public that uh, hey, you know, this app you have free access to, and you could just watch WrestleMania this year. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think that that if they do a good job with that, you could have a lot more people watching WrestleMania than usual. Yeah, you know, I mean, again, the idea is I don't know how many people log on to Peacock just to browse what they're going to watch. You know, I I don't know right. what their login rate is compared to, you know, a lot of people just default go to Netflix or, or cable to kind of flip around to see what's on. So, you know, but... There's going to be, you know, WWE's going to have an incentive in, in creating a much larger awareness. And I do think that's one of the benefits to Peacock over, in essence, overpaying for the base subscriber, you know, the base subscriber level in the United States of just over a million who are paying $10 a month roughly for this. They're paying also to have WWE tell millions of people every week on Raw and SmackDown, we're on Peacock, 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 we're on Peacock. And, and so there might be people who don't want to pay for wrestling. Who are going to understand, oh, now I get The Office and this original series and that movie library. Um, and I get WrestleMania and SummerSlam and all these things. You know, it, I, I think it, it can. One hand can wash the other as far as this deal goes. And WWE can actually get, you know, more people subscribing to Peacock through their free their, their uh, uh, basic audience on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I, I, I think so totally. And I think you are going to see that because... Like I said, I mean, it's really strong for the brand. So I think that, you know, that is going to be the thing heading into WrestleMania is letting the world know that, you know, you can tune into Peacock to see us because it's a big deal if you're WWE and you're like, hey, NBC paid a billion dollars so that they could, you know, have us on their streaming service. You should tell the world that because it really I think it does show a lot of value in the brand. I'm curious if, you know, with NBC Universal owning USA Network and also Peacock, if Raw ends up being available on a delay basis on Peacock um, and on how much of a delay and how much the people in USA Network fighting for their, you know, bonuses would object to people going, well, I can watch Raw highlights on YouTube, but the next day or two days later, I can just watch the whole thing. You know, I, there, there's comp- there's going to be competing interests even within NBC Universal, but th- th- there's a synergy um, to the integration here that could lead to more people seeing raw and more people getting into the product and an advantage to that if you're a peacock because then people feel you know like they're getting more of their money's worth and they won't cancel the service even if there's not uh, a current series that they're watching otherwise yeah i mean there's a version where raw simulcasts live on usa and on peacock you know and i i think yeah. that 
USA would have to come to terms with that. But like you said, it's all under one roof now. So you just you don't know what direction. They go. Well, you know, NBC Universal has MSNBC on cable. And I know for inauguration coverage um, in election night, you know, I think the Morning Joe yeah. crew uh, from MSNBC did evening coverage on election night on Peacock competing with Brian Williams and Rachel Maddow and company on MSNBC. And so they're already kind of doing that where they're cannibalizing each other a little bit, but that's with the realization so many people are cutting the cord and we're also trying to establish Peacock. So yeah, I just, this feels like the beginning of the future, you know, the the new beginning of the future of, of TV or where it's inevitably heading and everyone's trying to figure it out, but having WB more available through a streaming service that people might get otherwise for other reasons allows WWE to reach fans through a new way of, you know, where you, a lot of fans are created through YouTube clips that their friends show them rather than flipping channels yeah. on USA Network on cable. So this is just another route to, to, to uh, you know, the, the, the Linda McMahon infamous words, the cradle to the grave strategy of, uh, of, of building uh, our fan base and, and getting revenue from them. Yeah, totally. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wrestling fans, are you that person that works in a pro wrestling reference to every aspect of your life? Well, we're those kind of people too, but we do so with mixed martial arts. I'm Robert Vallejos, host of MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans, every Monday on PW Torch's Daily Cast lineup. Not only do we cover every UFC and Bellator event, we provide context that only a wrestling fan would really understand. I mean, we're the type of people that if you ask us about how much of a mess the middleweight title situation is, we're likely to reference WCW in the early 90s. Think of us as a podcast for casual MMA fans done by hardcore wrestling nerds. And you can find us by searching PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or any popular podcast app. And we're always available on demand at PWTorchDailyCast.com where you can check out the entire lineup of the PW Torch Daily Casts. guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, so back to uh, the Royal Rumble. All right, so we talked about Brock Lesnar, Edge, Seth, John Cena, Taker, and Goldberg. I'm counting Edge. He's announced, but he's you know an out, sort of an outsider, a special attraction. I, I throw Goldberg at the end of my list, too, as someone who, even if he loses to Drew, could enter the Rumble. I don't think there would be a lot of intrigue if he just loses to Drew. Um, but I, I throw him in there as just someone who's around and might make an appearance to add a little name value to the Rumble. He, I wouldn't rule that out. He could theoretically, you know, this is, I think, the nightmare of some wrestling fans. So he <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah, he could beat Drew McIntyre and yeah. then enter the Royal Rumble anyway. And then we head to WrestleMania with Roman versus Goldberg in a title unification match. Yep, we could. That's it. It's very possible. Good thing AW trademarked Battle of the Belts um, this last week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? By the way, another sidebar. Why do people... Uh, is it wrong to say that people hate Goldberg? And because <laughs> maybe it's just a, a subset of a subset and he would get a nice baby face pop. But there does seem to have been kind of a turn against him anecdotally. I, I know on Twitter I ran a poll and like 80 some percent were like happier Gilbert showed up than Goldberg last week on Raw. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if there was a live crowd, I mean, clearly the crowd, the, I think clearly the fans would pop for Drew, not Goldberg, which goes against, I think, the the the, the default expectation which is legends will always get the benefit over the current guy well i think i think goldberg uh has become the symbol of the legend that just gets put over younger guys you know just because watching goldberg beat the fiend watching him beat kevin owens like that that stuff has left a mark on fans who i also think I think it matters that Goldberg is not a WWE legend. He's not. I mean, yeah. Goldberg, he had a run in WWE, but even his run in WWE, he didn't, it didn't end well. Like, it wasn't. It didn't begin well either. It, no, it didn't. It, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was out of place. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think that, that, and, and, and he also, he didn't have this prolific career. He had this moment. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little different. Like, I, I think that if, Triple H announced that he would be facing Drew McIntyre. You might have some people rolling their eyes, but ultimately you would get excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that when Triple H was on Raw and and you were kind of flirted with the idea of maybe there'll be some kind of Triple H Randy Orton fight, I was excited. I wasn't like, oh god, not. Tri-. I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. Triple H is fighting, you know. And and I think that I think there's a big difference there. Um, you know, I I, I think that that. Also, you know, there have been moments in matches where Goldberg wasn't necessarily the best, and you're like, oh, you mean, you know, like, not only does, you know, one of my favorite current guys not get to be in the main event, but this is the main event? Like, you got to mm-hmm. be. And, and and so I think it just, uh, Goldberg becomes a symbol of, of, I think Goldberg becomes a symbol of what people are afraid of happening, and Goldberg becomes a symbol of fans not being heard. I think Goldberg is is is, and it's unfortunate that Goldberg is in this position. It's not necessarily fair, but I think that that when Goldberg comes out, 
the hardcores are like, oh, they didn't listen to us again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that I think that that is kind of the essence of what Goldberg brings. You know, I think that there is there is something to because and Brock Lesnar has the same thing. There is something to having a character that no matter what the match is, no matter how much he shouldn't win, he might win this match. <laughs> and 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 that can actually be compelling, you know? I think that that's what that's one of the things that made last year's Royal Rumble so good was that people knew even though nobody here wants him to win, even though he shouldn't win, and even though it would make no real sense for him to win, Brock Lesnar might win this match. After Brock Lesnar beat the streak, it was like there there's never a match that you go into Royal Rumble or otherwise that you don't say Brock Lesnar might win this match. He he may he he very well might win. It's always at least 50-50. And Goldberg has that same thing. And it, that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. If you had announced that it was like you know, when when Drew McIntyre and the Big Show had their match after WrestleMania on Raw, it was like it'll be cool to see Drew McIntyre versus the Big Show, but Drew McIntyre is going to beat the Big Show. Like we know we kind of we kind of get that. That's almost maybe that's why we're happy to see the Big Show when we see him. Um knowing every time Goldberg comes out that he may spoil everything and take the title home. While it can be frustrating, and I'm sure it doesn't leave it so that Goldberg loves his at mentions on Twitter, it is <laughs> it can't be more compelling for television and for matches. It's interesting how the lack of live crowd, the lack of the live crowd and the ability to pipe in the response you want can actually, you know, we'll look back at this year and think about booking decisions that were made because Vince McMahon was insulated from the unpredictability or the predictable counter reaction of a crowd to the way the booking was was presented uh, th- through Vince McMahon's hopes and dreams of, of what the response would be. And, you know, they, they don't have to worry about Goldberg being rejected. They can book less so once WrestleMania comes around, depending on how many fans really are, are able to go. And that's just the next factor. We don't know with the unpredictability of the pandemic and the new strains and vaccine distribution and on and on. But um, yeah, the booking decisions are different under these circumstances. And Vince is going to have to adjust later this year when, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, things get back to normal. Yeah, and and yeah, and it brings you back to WrestleMania. Like it'll yeah. be, you have to be really careful in telling these stories as we get to April because if you do it wrong, you could be really surprised once you get into that stadium. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Aloha, Torch Faithful. This is Kelly Wells, host of PWT Talks NXT. Every Thursday, you can hear me and my gang of idiots, Tom Stout, who shares thoughts from the live tapings, and Torch recapper Nate Lindbergh, as well as a rotating cast of guests, cover the matches and events in NXT Live on USA Network. Search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe, or listen on demand and see the entire PW Torch Daily Cast schedule at pwtorchdailycast.com. Cheers! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is Rock Dwayne Johnson someone who should be on our list of a potential surprise entrant in the Rumble? To if he participates, he's going to win. Um, I can't. Well, I, Unless they did some sort of angle where Reigns was in it too and eliminated Rock, um, and then Rock's like, I, you know, I want you at Mania. I guess there's, there's, we can come up with a situation, but um, he's not going to enter, be eliminated, and not be in a WrestleMania main event. But is that is that even should that be on people's radar? I, I I'd say it's probably a low possibility, but it's always a possibility. Like I said, you know, part of new kayfabe is. <laughs> You know, everybody going forward and saying, no, it wouldn't make any sense for The Rock to be at WrestleMania this year. No, 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 no. That wouldn't, it, we're, we might do that in two years. You know, and Triple H going, yeah, we, we, we or, or, you know, Stephanie recently, you know, we'd like to see, hopefully one day we'll see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Ah, oh, yeah, down the line, maybe. In that respect, this year would be the perfect time to do it because it is off people's radar. Um, I don't think you should count it out entirely. You know, I, I don't I'm not going to I could never sit here and tell you that that is not possible. You know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put good money behind it, but I might throw a little money in just to see if I won. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd bet a dollar to win ten thousand. I would probably bet a dollar. <laughs> I'd bet a dollar to win a thousand. I'm not sure I'd bet a dollar to win a hundred. Yeah, I'd give it a thousand to one odds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I would give it those odds for sure. I might even give it. No, I'd say a thousand to one is probably pretty good. Would you bet a dollar for five hundred? We're really getting. That's what I was there. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little worthy. I'll go seven one. I'll go seven fifty. All right, I'll you have. <laughs> that works. That works. <laughs> okay, so Brock Lesnar, Edge, Seth, and Cena for what I would what I would label distinct possibilities. Next tier. Taker, Goldberg, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Rock. They're like, yeah, maybe. Probably not. Yeah. That yeah, I would fair? say that. And I might even, yeah, yeah. Might yeah I might even Triple H in the middle. Just because you never know. Probably not. Like, I, I might go tier one is the four you mentioned. 
tier two is Triple H, and then tier three is Rock, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Goldberg. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns is not declared, but I was intrigued last week, uh, or two weeks ago now, when Jey Uso said, people think we're happy running SmackDown, we're not. And I thought, whoa, okay. So Jay is saying, I'm going to win the Rumble, and I'm going to go take on Drew and become WWE Champion, and there'll be two belts in the family. That was Jay's line of thinking. I imagine Roman's thinking, yeah, Jay, you kind of misinterpreted that. <laughs> I meant, I'm not happy running just SmackDown. I also want the WWE title on Raw, so Reigns could enter the Rumble after successfully uh, retaining his title and face uh, against Kevin Owens and then face um, and then win the Rumble and choose Drew McIntyre as his opponent, which creates a problem for the two-night WrestleMania format. But I think with a Fiend match or a special attraction match, they can get around that. Um, is is either Jey Uso winning or Roman Reigns winning uh, on your radar also? I mean, I, I my first choice going back to last year for a WrestleMania main event was Drew versus Roman. Um, you know, when Roman started to develop into who Roman is, that was the match that I really wanted to see. Just this idea of a headline match where you've got your two top guys and they're both active roster I, I would personally love to see a Drew versus Roman match title for title I think would be great um, and it would make sense if you're going to do it that way I think it would, it would be fun if Jey Uso came out to take his spot and then Paul Heyman came to the aisle and stopped him and Roman Reigns <laughs> came out and just took took his spot and won. Yeah. So you've got this sort of resentment of well that was my spot and you won with my spot. I could have I could have won the rumble. Like we could have both been champions and Roman would have to remind him like no 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 no. This the family doesn't get fed if you're the champion. Yeah. I mean you can do that in the aisle. You can do it in the yeah. middle of the match. Um you know You it, could get that I mean that'd be Middle Jay. of the match, Roman just comes out and goes like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jay, Jay eliminates three people. It's down to four people in the match, and number twenty nine is Roman Reigns. He walks in, whispers something to Jay. Jay looks at him, crestfallen, and then leaps over the top rope and yeah. walks away. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of fun things you can imagine that they they could play with as far as how to play that out. So, yeah, so I'd say as, as current roster members, Reigns and Uso on the list of of potential winners. Do you, I mean? Do you is there? Do you like the idea, regardless of its vi- the viability or chances of it actually happening, um, of, of of Jey Uso against Drew McIntyre? Like, is can you headline one of the two nights of Mania, you know, along with one of the women's title matches with with that and tell a? Because I mean, I'm up for two and a half months of of a Reigns Drew story without actually giving away Reigns Drew this year. Um. Yeah. No. No. I don't think it's for me. I don't. I don't think so i think i could buy into a i could buy into jay uso versus drew mcintyre to headline elimination chamber or to headline fast lane or something like that but not not for wrestlemania for wrestlemania i feel like number one you know you you know immediately this is not the biggest match on the show like even if you i guess you might headline night one with it but it's just not I, i i think that we would all know Roman versus Drew would have been the better choice, I think. It, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the match. 
And I wouldn't mind having the story told. I just don't think WrestleMania is the spot to have that payoff happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think the odds are low. I think it'd be fun, but it doesn't feel WrestleMania level, including, by the way, just the way Jay's been portrayed the last couple of weeks. I think they could have put him on a different trajectory. Um, but, you know, he dropped the idea a couple Fridays ago. But I don't think that there's any kind of tea leaf reading that would indicate that's where they're heading. I don't think they're building the foundation for that. Um, so, yeah. All right. So of those who are announced for the Rumble. Well, by the way, doing having Roman win would also, I mean, it might be attractive to get Roman Reigns to also be on Raw, you know, rating-wise. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that WWE isn't thinking that, maybe, well, if we had one champion and it was Roman, we could put him on both shows. Uh, good point. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking, well, Roman would be on Raw for the hype. But you're saying unify the unify the damn belts and have one champion again, both on yeah. on USA and 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 Fox. Um, I don't think the odds are great at that. I think they you know I think they're high enough on Drew, and I think they like having two champions, one on each network. Now that they're kind of pushing that aspect of it, but you know if if they really want to solidify, we're not we're not cutting the baby in half um, during divorce proceedings. We're we're gonna have one clear cut top top champion and draw and drew's chasing not co-champion so to speak um you know that's that's a legitimate argument to make in terms of your branding and and really putting roman over as the guy of this generation definitely with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Rich Fan, host of The Deep Dive with Rich Fan, a weekly part of the PW Torch daily cast lineup of shows. Search PW Torch and Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe. Every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, I dive in with a guest for an hour on anything in the world of wrestling or wrestling-related. Want to hear about the influence of historical figures like Big Cat or Any Lad? We gotcha. Want to hear about how crazy the Marine movies got? We are on it. No topic is too big or too small, so if you want to dive in with us, call in live or listen on demand and see the entire PW Torch DailyCast schedule at pwtorchdailycast.com. So, uh, of uh, of others in the Rumble, who of, of those in the Rumble, we know who are in the Rumble. Daniel Bryan, you mentioned, as a possible winner. I think he definitely is a distinct possibility. I like that. Um, you know, I'd like there, I, I like that there'll be fans at WrestleMania. It's sort of this happy medium. You get the natural response of Daniel Bryan getting cheered against a heel Roman Reigns, which we've been waiting six, seven years for. Uh, but you don't have to sell 
a whole stadium out with Daniel Bryan, who's not nearly as hot as he was five, six, seven years ago as an act, I would argue. Um, but I, I like that as a possibility. Um, does anybody else announced seem like a possibility? Like, I know they're telling the story of Cesaro. They revved up Shinsuke a little bit. Um, I mean, I just don't see a lot of believable names. You know, Big E is clearly on a different track. There's going to be some people love Big E, and they're going to have hopes for him. But I think it's, frankly, a little, a little naive at this point, based on how he's been portrayed and where he's framed, that that'll happen. But, I mean, you can talk yourself into it if you're a Big E fan. Sheamus, I guess, would be on that list, just because he's friends with Drew, and they've told the storyline with Drew, but they had him framed so much this week on Raw as a babyface. I, I, I don't see... I, again, we're just kind of trying to take clues from TV... It just doesn't seem like they've laid any groundwork for that. And Keith Lee not announced and kind of conspicuous by his absence, but I guess being a heel who wins and challenges Drew, there's some storyline basis for that. So uh, what do you think of the, that kind of overview of things? And did I leave anyone off who I should have included? Um, I think I'm with you on Cesaro. You know, I think that he'll have a pretty good showing in the Royal Rumble, but I don't, you know, I don't think he'll win. Um, I think there is not a pay possibility that Nakamura does win. Like, I, I could see Nakamura being ramped up toward WrestleMania. It's possible. It's within the realm of possibility for me. Um, so Nakamura is on my list. Um, Big E, I could E with Paul Heyman's help. And Big E wins the Royal Rumble. And instead of extracting revenge on Apollo... He leaves the Intercontinental title behind and gets his revenge on Paul Heyman's other guy, Roman Reigns. So that's a story that I could see. Um, I'd probably see Keith Lee before I see Sheamus winning. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I mean, technically, I know we talked about him, but Edge announced. Edge could have a very similar story to the one we set up for John Cena. Maybe not quite so heelish. Maybe not quite so I'm a big... You know, I'm a big wig from the outside, but along the same lines of the promo that we saw on Raw, I, I could see Edge and Drew McIntyre telling a story leading up to WrestleMania. Can you see Edge and Reigns? Um, to me, I that's could. a more natural fit because people love Edge and Reigns is set up as a heel. And I think Edge is one of those baby faces who fans would 100% cheer or you know, 98% cheer against Roman. I could definitely see Edge versus Roman. Um, I think I kind of rather see Edge versus Drew. Um, and you can do it. I mean, Hogan Warrior, babyface, babyface, like, you know, without turning anybody all the way. Just because I think that Drew beating somebody on Edge's caliber would do so much more for Drew than Roman beating Edge would you know i think roman's got that credibility i think that's why i like the john cena thing so much i think drew beating somebody on the level of edge or john cena and doing it in a really well-told story i think could really put drew mcintyre on a different level yeah because it's a lot of what is happening with drew right now is what can we do to give Drew, like the Goldberg feud, you know, give, give Drew a notch on the belt, a resume bullet point of something that, that is, is happening with him now that might not be the, the peak of his, 
the peak option for him, but it's to build a resume and build a star power and have him, you know, have brushes with different people from different eras and different different legacy stars and that kind of thing. And and Edge would 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 be that, and it would feel WrestleMania worthy because the novelty factor is still so strong with Edge right now. Yeah, yeah. I thought Edge's promo on Monday, you know, sold me on him. You know, he he laid he he just put it out there. My dream is to get back the title I, I never lost, and 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 you know, pull, pulling inspiration from his mom and. And I mean, I'm on board. You know, tell me one. You know, whichever belt it's for, tell me that story. Uh, you can make it work. Obviously, the the alternative for Edge is Orton um, eliminates him somehow from it, and and they just pivot to that. But that seems weird with a fiend thing going on at the same time. Well, um, trying to make I both kind happen. Of, uh, I kind of like the idea of the fiend coming back into the Rumble and turning on Edge and actually creating an ally in randy orton like you know you tell some story where the fiend likes what randy orton has become that randy orton has changed and you know this this pyromaniac version of randy orton is the real randy orton and 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 now you know now the fiend is an ally of his so the fiend is going to go after edge because i think i think the fiend versus edge could be really really cool too yeah yeah when we look at the candidates for edge to wrestle orton Fiend, Drew, and Roman feels like a pretty exhaustive list. You don't bring Edge back to do a WrestleMania program at the Miz. Like it just doesn't feel natural. Um, or AJ Styles. Right. I mean, it'd be cool, but you know, I, I just or Bobby Lashley. Like it just feels like that. That there's so much work that would have to be put into making people care, and it'd be spending the Edge card in a way that isn't maximizing it at a point when there's a lot there's a lot to be gained from a, a really compelling edge match but those uh, those are four interesting uh, the, the idea that you know i joke about it all the time but the year batista won and i was like i wrote the cover story of the prosing torch newsletter saying batista will win the royal rumble on sunday and wrote a cover story about how there's literally no other plausible feasible reasonable option that isn't just stupid <laughs> like to, to make to, yeah. to 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 make a case for it. there was nothing else they could do it was so obvious and i like that no matter how much, how many people out there are going to, after the fact, say, see, I told you, I told you it was going to be Daniel Bryan. You don't know that for real. You know, you don't know it for real. Vincent Mann might not even know for real at this moment. Right. You know, so I like all these possibilities. Lesnar, Edge, Seth, Cena, Reigns, uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean, it's just, there's a there's a nice list of, of, uh, of possibilities for this one. So... Do you ultimately have someone that you want to go? I have more than a 50% confidence that now that I've talked it through, thought it through, podcasted it through, is that a verb? Um, that I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to declare my greater than 50% chance winner is? I don't know that I'm ready to say all that. I, 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 I really, I think Edge has a really, really good chance. Unless they do the Fiend thing. There's just so many different, you know. Honestly, I don't think the Roman thing is that unlikely i think there's a good yeah. chance that Roman's gonna come in and that's why that's why when i have these conversations i have to stick to here's what i would like to see i would yeah. like to see john cena surprise return and win the match that's what i would like to see i mean this is one of those rumbles where i really and you can't rule it out either like you're, it's not just some like you know fantasy that's not gonna happen it's this is this is in the cards this this hand could be dealt on sunday Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, that's it's not. A, I don't think it's crazy to yeah. think that that would be the way it would go. I mean, especially because there's 13 spots as of 
you know, this conversation that haven't been filled. Lesnar, Edge, Cena, Brian. Oh, yeah. Who, okay, so who's your top cluster and how big is a cluster? Going back to the initial yeah. question to you, but name names. Lesnar, Edge, Cena, Brian, Roman. That's probably my five. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's probably the five that I would, I would, I would, I would put money on that five. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, like you. Yeah. There's an eighty percent chance one of those five win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good statistics. Do you say it's a ninety percent chance those five win? No, I would say eighty is right. I yep, no, yep. I won't say ninety percent. I think yep. that there's. Yeah, no, I I think ninety percent would be very uh, very foolish of either one of us to say with with as much as I don't think anybody I don't think I don't think there's any group of five that anybody could put eighty percent higher than eighty percent down at this point. Yeah. Announcing our first VIP sale of 2021. Just 99 cents gets you a full month of VIP access if you act now. Go to pwtorch.com/slash. Go VIP. Enter coupon code 2021SALE. That's right, 2021SALE. And that'll take $9 off our usual $9.99 monthly subscription price. That's 2021SALE. Enter that in the coupon code box on our sign-up form at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. In 2012, NXT transitioned into the developmental system and ultimately the brand you see today. On the Torch VIP podcast, NXT 8 Years Back, we'll be taking a weekly look at this page in NXT's early history. Join Kelly Wells and me, Tom Stout, from PWT Talks NXT every Saturday as we go 8 years back to the day to track NXT's rising talents and why they did or didn't work out, exclusively for PW Torch VIP members. And so then, then the next tier um, that we mentioned, just to cover our bases, um, Cesaro, Nakamura, Seth, uh, Jey Uso, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley. We haven't talked Bobby yet. Um, who, who, who's in your second cluster filling out that other 20%? Um, p- part of that other 20%, because there could be an X factor we're not considering. Seth, Cesaro, Big E, Keith Lee. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Keith Lee. Sheamus, yeah, that's probably that's probably the second cluster. I don't see Randy Orton winning, which might be foolish because I, I, I the thing about Randy Orton at this point in his career is if there's anything that we've learned, it's that he that he's in that category of yeah he might win, um, but I just I, yeah. I I don't think that's where this story has gone, um, so. Yeah, so you said Seth, Cesaro, Nakamura, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Lashley. That's your next five. No, I didn't put. I didn't put Lashley. Okay, who, who did I leave off the, your Seth, Cesaro, Nakamura, Sheamus, and Keith Lee, and yeah. Biggie. Oh, that's it. That's who I forgot. Yep, yep. Um, what about Triple H having a match as a babyface against Roman or a vessel for Undertaker, um, and using the kind of the Cena storyline against Drew? Um, he barely had a match the other week when, when Drew had COVID, but I mean, is that, is that on your second, third tier radar? 
really. I mean, I could see it. I could, I guess, make it a third tier if we want to yeah. go that. But like, just because, I don't think that story's been told at all. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't. That it would kind of feel. Well, I mean, it would feel as out of nowhere as it felt when Goldberg was like, "You don't respect the legend." <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. I guess he doesn't like. Um, but no, I, I think that I think that usually Triple H storylines, especially at this stage in his career, have a little more deliberateness to them. Um, and I haven't seen that yet. I mean, that's not to say that Triple H couldn't enter the Rumble and then kind of shock everybody and then win and then begin telling a story. But I also I don't I don't know that Triple H wants to be that character anymore that's very sort of authority wrestlemania 32 ish to me i I think he if if that was even in the at all in discussion i think he would have said i don't think i should be sitting at an anchor desk with a wig on right right like it's too (laughs) yeah it's it's too corny yeah there's there's way too much paul out there yeah and you know and it's also this the way NXT has evolved and his positioning with NXT, I, I just feel like Triple H has, has moved. He's, he, his perception has changed in the last few years where we wouldn't, when we see Triple H come out, we don't see, oh, here comes the evil Triple H who, you know, King married the boss's daughter to get power. We see, here's our savior, Hunter. You know, like. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, so you brought up NXT, though. Should, is there an NXT wrestler? We should be thinking about as a possibility Adam Cole or Karrion Cross or not not even to win, but maybe to show up because um, then, you know, Velveteen Dream, there's some baggage there. But um, and, and his stock has dropped or or who? Yeah. I mean, is there is there a Finn Balor even? Um, is there somebody who, who might show up and add a, at least some drama to the match? You know, I think I think if it's going to be somebody from NXT, you have to play that role in a specific way like for like Adam Cole I don't love being in the rumble anymore because I feel like when Adam Cole shows up for the main roster he's got to show up for the main roster yeah you know I, I like exhibition time is over for Adam Cole um and there are a few guys like that I think Karrion Cross would be a very good pick and just have him kind of get that cane spot where he eliminates, uh, you know, six or seven people uh, and just impresses for a while. Uh, you know, or I, have a I, moment like Keith Lee. Yes, yes, yeah. or have a moment like Keith Lee. Um, yeah, I, I actually think there's way more women on the NXT roster that I could see shining in the Rumble than necessarily on the men's side. I think uh, Damian Priest would probably be a good call. Yes. To have him in the Rumble. And, and you know, I don't think it would be the worst thing either to maybe have somebody from NXT come up and then just actually debut, not just be, like, representing NXT, here's this person. It's, yeah. okay, now now Damian Priest is here, and where and here we go. Let's do this. I uh, and think, he's on Raw the I, next night. I'd even put Damian Priest in my uh, second or third tier to win. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I mean, travel – being what it is, I think makes it different. I think if if we weren't talking about COVID and we weren't talking about people having travel problems, I would probably have Walter in my first tier of potential yeah. winners. Yeah, you know, I I think I think you and I talked about it, like that it's really a matter of time before 
Walter is on the main roster, and you know whether he wants to live in America or not, he's going to live in America and be a full time <laughs> main roster guy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if it weren't for travel restrictions, I Walter would be a, a given. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say probably Damian Priest. I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that's that that those would probably be my my grabs from NXT in terms of let's show off some characters, let's show off what we've got in NXT without making it somebody that's so ready that it's almost, uh, I don't want to say downgrade, but you know what I mean, to come to the Royal Rumble. All right, of the announced wrestlers who has the least chance to win, uh, John Morrison or Uh Otis? Morrison. Yeah. I had to think about Uh, it. uh, I think Otis's stock dropped. But at the same time, at one point, it was up. So, I mean, if, if, if certain people wake up in an Otis mood, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Otis could just win the Royal Rumble just because. And so, the, Totally. And this isn't a dig at, at, uh, at the wrestler I'm about to name, but Jeff Hardy, I think, is even lower than Otis. Because Jeff is just Jeff. You know, like, but he's not at all being protected where you could imagine him. There's no novelty factor of him taking on Roman Reigns or... No, Drew. I think... I think Jeff might get a title match on an episode of Raw. Exactly. So and it to, would be competitive. And it could be that story of, like, Jeff might win the title tonight. But, yeah. No, <laughs> I, They're not going to build a WrestleMania around him as, as Drew's or Roman's opponent at this stage, no. the way that they've been portraying him. So there's not even the novelty factor that exists with Otis or a Sami Zayn, for instance. I guess Dolph Ziggler, some people would yell, and yell, yell, yell at us and go, he's the lowest of all because he just lost and it's Dolph and he's in a tag team. He's lower than, than even Jeff Hardy or... Uh, well, I don't know, Morrison. Morrison and Ziggler, I guess, would probably be my bottom two, but very close would be Jeff Hardy. Um, and it's sort of silly because, I mean, there's so many people who don't have a chance to win. Who cares? Yeah. You know, the, the degree to which they have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from the men's rumble, uh, Sam? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, though. I think yeah. it's, it's one of those that, like, I don't know. It could be excellent and amazing it could be bad it could be average like it's 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 a real blank canvas right now yeah no uh no pet patterson to help out with some booking ideas so you know hopefully yeah hopefully yeah yeah, there's a a a, a, you know some really good really good spot i think there's you know moments that have been built up through storylines on raw and smackdown little intra squad um you know, moments that we're going to have, you know, if, if Cedric and Shelton, for instance, are in it, you know, um, yeah. what happens between them? Just for example, Kof, uh, uh, Xavier and, and Mustafa Ali, um, if Xavier's in it, I don't think he's been announced, but you know, that there's a moment there that they can have. So that, there's, they've laid the groundwork for a lot of little interest squad storylines that, that can fill us, uh, fill in some of the time during the hour at last. Definitely. Thank you for listening to the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Also, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows. This show, the podcast, have our blue logo. The Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows have our red logo. Just search Wade Keller and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Pro Wrestling Podcasts and click subscribe to the red logo and you can download our Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and sometimes NXT post shows. I'm joined by a co-host to add a different perspective to the analysis for the show where we talk to live callers, on-site correspondents who are in the building who tell us what did not air on TV, and we also answer mailbag questions. Those shows are available for download within a few hours after the show's end on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. So there's a fast turnaround to get your fix. 
So check it out. That's the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show. Just search Wade Keller. You can also stream the show live at wadekellerpostshow.com about five minutes after the show's end on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night. Uh, rumor has it the women have a Royal Rumble, and it will be first on the show. Sam, um, mm-hmm. we have uh, 12 announced, uh, pretty much all the major names from the main roster, uh, we can assume are announced or will be in it, um, which then leaves the, the uh, conversation who from NXT could come in and uh, not play spoiler, but be a surprise winner. And Rhea Ripley um, is at the top of that list. Uh, who, who else from NXT, just starting with that, do you think has a chance to win? Has a chance to win? Yeah. Um, I think EO does. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of, I, I don't think it's, I think Rhea Ripley is far and away, like, you know, has more of a chance than anybody by a mile on the NXT roster to win. Yeah. Um, but I think EO, you know, does. I think she's done everything she possibly can in NXT and, and is a, I mean, just a tremendous, tremendous talent. So, um, EO, one of them, you know, I, I think Raquel Gonzalez should be in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess she could win, but... Raquel, I think, is more just about showcasing. Look at what we've got on NXT. Like yeah. Raquel Gonzalez is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, Shotzi. Because the, the key, the key is with the names you're you're kind of coming up with, Sam, is who who benefits from it without being defined down in the way that you argued Adam Cole would be defined down because it's no longer a moment for him to be in the rumble it's a it it defines him down to just be a guy in the rumble and so there's a lot of women in nxt who would benefit from that moment without being defined down by not winning absolutely i think that i think that rhea ripley is in the category of if she's in the rumble even if she doesn't she doesn't have to win but she has to be on the main roster after like this has to be her debut so she has to have a good performance she has to be dominant and then she has to be on raw or smackdown uh, leading up to WrestleMania, I think. I think it's time. Um, whereas the rest, I think, the Royal Rumble could just be a good showcase for. Um, you know, I, I I might... I don't know. I might keep Shotzi off this year just because I feel like Shotzi is the next big NXT women's star. Um, and I think that that's right around the corner. So I don't know if Shotzi is somebody who's at the showcase portion of her career as much as she is. No, no, no. Shotzi's somebody that you have to take just as seriously as you take any other champion. Um, so for that reason, I might not have Shotzi in if she's not going to win the match. But other than that, I think that I think that everybody would be okay with the showcase. Yeah. So uh, among the, the top stars, because um, the thing about, you know, with the women's, matches we don't even know who the champions are going to be at wrestlemania um or coming out of the rumble um or coming out of january you know like who who are going to be the the women's champions who are defending at wrestlemania and and if you don't like pretty sure roman reigns and drew are going to be on the men's side on the women's side i think it's more up in the air so it's it's a free-for-all you know you can have someone win the rumble and it doesn't seem to make sense but by march it totally makes sense um Mm -hmm. so you know, because, I mean, I, the, obviously, Charlotte, uh, Bianca Belair is getting enough of a push. Bailey, of course. Uh, I guess that's probably the top tier among those who have been announced. 
Charlotte, Bianca, and Bailey. I do agree with that. I mean, oh, and Alexa Bliss. I guess I put her uh, expand it to four. I don't. I mean, Nia Jax is probably top of tier two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I feel like that's about fair. You know, I had those three in, in my tier. You know, I was trying to think if there was anybody else that really might win. You so know, I said, Bianca I, Belair was Bliss, Bailey, Belair, and Charlotte. Or my I don't four. know. Yeah, I probably move Bliss over to tier two. Okay. I mean, she's 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 main evented Raw two weeks in a row, and she's a top talent, so it's possible. But I, I just feel like with everything else she has going on, you know, I also get the feeling that I I feel like Alexa's role in WWE might be different than wrestling full time as well because she doesn't really wrestle very often. Yeah. Um. So. Which leads me to believe that it's more, she's more in a storytelling position, and she's so good at it. Right. So, yeah. So I, I, but, but that said, I, I could easily see her winning, but I would probably put her with Nia Jax in tier two, and then have, I mean, I guess of the women announced, Bianca Belair is probably my pick. Uh, I think that it's the most, I natural and the right thing to do. Um. But that said, you can't discount Bailey at all, and you could. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can't discount Charlotte. If Belair wins, who's she facing at Mania? I think Sasha is the choice. You know, I think uh, I think Sasha versus Bianca Belair. Even if you don't have a specific heel turn on one side, um, I think that that's the match you could. I mean, like you said, you're not really limited in with the women in terms of like it's either got to be Asuka or Sasha. Like, I I do think that Charlotte versus Bianca could be a really good match too. I think uh, I think maybe Charlotte beating Oscar and then being that gatekeeper that she won't allow Bianca to reach a certain level. I think that that could play into heat that Charlotte already tends to draw with fans, um, and that could be a really really good story. I think I I think the match I would most like to see. Is Sasha versus Bianca, and maybe the story that I would most like to see is probably Charlotte and Bianca. Yeah. Yep. Are you a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Then join the New Japan Pride podcast, starring Bethany Rubel and Javier Machado. With an eye for the action. And an eye for the story. We'll keep you abreast of all New Japan shows, both in Japan. And also covering their American expansion with New Japan Strong. And I'll watch all the Yano matches so Bethany doesn't have to. And I'll watch all of the Ibushi matches. Wait a minute. I didn't script that. <laughs> Listen to our weekly podcast exclusively with the PW Torch VIP membership. Become a member at pwtorch.com slash govip. Is there a scenario that makes sense for Charlotte to win and what paths exist if she wins? Yeah, I mean, Charlotte can always win. You know, the idea that Charlotte is in the Royal Rumble means that she can win. Um, I, I would think that, you know, I, I, I wish that 
the story of Charlotte and Asuka as tag team champions were a little bit more cohesive and substantial yeah. going into the Royal Rumble, I think it would mean a lot more and there would be a lot more options if you really looked at them as a unit as opposed to Charlotte having her issues with Lacey and being and tagging with other people and then Asuka having her issues with Alexa Bliss and them not being there for each other at all. But then should you need a title defense, they'll team up. Um, because I think that the path would be Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble and then challenging Asuka, even though they haven't lost the tag title. Um, and Asuka being like, well, why would you, I, like, I thought you were going to challenge Sasha and that way we could all have titles. She's like, no, I want yours. I don't want there to be two people that are the best. I want to be the best. Um, I mean, I think that would be the story for Charlotte, but I think in order to really pull that off, you would have to be at least somewhat surprised. In order to be somewhat surprised, you would have to have some kind of unity going on between Asuka and Charlotte. So how about for uh, special attractions? Um, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, anyone else on that list? Uh, Definitely Becky Lynch, definitely Ronda Rousey. uh, I think Eva Marie uh, is a possibility. And, you know, I think that there are others. I I think you're going to see, like you do in every women's Rumble match, some legends, you know. A Trish or a... Maybe a Trish, maybe a Michelle McCool, maybe a Molly Holly, maybe an Ivory, you know. Yeah. People like that. Um, But I I could... Eva Marie, I could... You know, there were rumors about her months ago that never came to fruition and i've just been kind of waiting because i i do think that she adds a lot i think she's a, a really good heel um so i i could see her i i don't know that i see her winning although i mean it is the first match not the last match mm-hmm. which means if you just want to do something obnoxious that draws a lot of heat you could have even marie win the royal rumble <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow you, could, you yeah. could do it yeah you could you could do it. I mean, even I Marie were, and Sasha, I mean, you could. If I were in, I'm going to tell you right now, if I were in a writer's room, I would at least have the conversation with my fellow writers. Mm-hmm. What if we did this? Yeah. You know, where, where, where does this go? And like, before we all roll our eyes, before everybody gets pissed, where, what does this actually look like? Because, I don't know, maybe I'm just high on Eva Marie, but I think there is... A really anger, wrestling fan anger inducing path that could be fairly compelling. Um, so what what do you like better between Becky and Rhonda as an option and, and what path what's the best path for each of them? Um if I had to pick one or the other, I would probably pick Becky. I just think that I, I think that I mean Becky has the potential to be this the star of the generation. Like, you know, to, to the conversation, I believe, could go from Austin and Rock to John Cena to Becky Lynch. You know, the attempt was made for mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, but things got changed and Roman Reigns became a different person. And, and he's super successful now, but he's just not in that position I think Becky Lynch could be one of those generation-defining good guys, regardless of gender. She's she's got that level of star power. There is a missing, there is a, a missing star from WWE with Becky being gone. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I actually think that Becky Lynch, especially since she took a year off, I think Becky to WWE fans, maybe not to mainstream quite yet, but I think to WWE fans, Becky Lynch is a bigger star than Ronda Rousey. That said, I think that you could potentially have a WrestleMania if you did like Charlotte versus Asuka, Bianca versus Sasha in your title matches, and then you headlined one night with a grudge match between Becky and Ronda, and you didn't put a title on the line, that way you could have three high-profile women's matches over the course of two nights, that might be the way to go, to have Ronda and Becky both be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And have, like, the final three be Bianca, Becky, and Ronda. (laughs) And have... Becky and Ronda just so obsessed with beating each other up that Bianca uses her strength, which we established, to kind of single leg both of them at the same time as they're locked together and dump both of them over the top rope. And just, you know, I don't think it takes anything away from Becky and Ronda, but I mean, I got goosebumps just thinking about what you create with Bianca Belair when you have that moment. And, you know, you've you've set the table that Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch need to settle the score, and we can do that at WrestleMania. Yeah, Be- Becky and Ronda do not need to win the Rumble to be big stars. It can help solidify them, you know, uh, in a way, um, if, if they do that. But you you don't need a title or a Rumble win for either of them uh, for that to seem monumental in the match that should have happened um, and, and can happen. And that then opens you up to, to utilize the Rumble to elevate a Bianca Belair. Or another person you can throw out there is Carmella. Um, you know, she's getting a nice push right now, but you wouldn't see her as a WrestleMania main eventer um, among the four singles major titles. But if she wins the Rumble, she gets some a credibility boost to brag about, and, and it makes you take her more seriously. So, you know, that, that I would add Carmella as a possibility on, on that list in the realm of Bianca Belair, somebody who would get a big boost from it. I would agree with that. Um, wouldn't roll out Lacey Evans, um, wouldn't roll out Nia Jax, and of super, what are they thinking, it's the first match on the show, Dark Horse, um, Billy Kay. She's <laughs> desperate, desperate to be accepted, and suddenly... It's like it's like the unpopular kid at school whose parents win the lottery, and suddenly he's just handing out money to people um, to be their friend, or you know he's he's the one with the, with with the nicest car in the backyard pool, and everyone wants to be around him. Billy Kay wins a rumble, and suddenly she's popular instead of a desperate hanger on looking for acceptance. And it just goes right to her head. And she goes to her head exactly. And I mean, she won't hang out with anybody now. She's cooler than everybody. <laughs> that's but right. Let me yeah. ask you this. Let me ask you this. is what occurred to me. I'd be like, I would freak out if Billy Kay won the Royal Rumble. I'd be like, this is amazing. I don't know where this is going, but this is fantastic. <laughs> but then after that instant jubilation died down inside of me, I'd go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got me with Otis and that money in the bank thing. You're not going to get me with Billy Kay. Like, part of me would know. She's losing it. She ain't She ain't main event WrestleMania. She's not. She's, yep. she's, she's going to get Otis out of WrestleMania. <laughs> totally Otis. It is a verb now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's getting Otis. You're, you're not going to get me again. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, I don't know that there's a lot of other possibilities. I mean, Asuka's not going to win um, the Rumble if she's if, even in it. Um, 
Naomi's not going to win. Dana Brooks not going to win. Mandy Rose isn't going to win. You know, you could have thought Mandy Rose might at some point in 2020. There would have been a week or two where you thought, oh, maybe she's a candidate to win the Rumble. Not right now. Um, Nikki Cross, I guess, is a dark, dark horse in the sense that she's sort of been laying low and off TV, but she's a really interesting character. And Vince leaned on her a lot during the Performance Center pandemic era to just create energy and comedy and personality and energy. So, um, I mean, I guess I would have her higher than most people. Uh, uh, you know, higher than Liv Morgan or Tamina or Ruby Riot, um, that, but that's not really saying a lot. So yeah, I mean, any, any other names jump out that are talking points? I don't think so. Yeah. No, no. I, I think I think you, you still can't a hundred percent call it. Yeah. Um, but I think that the field is a little bit narrower in the women's rumble than the men's. Yeah, and I think the fact that there could be different champions by WrestleMania than we have now. Um, it just makes it really open. I mean, it's just it's wide open um, in terms of getting. I mean, you can have a cluster of favorites, but in terms of going, oh yeah, here's one obvious storyline they're doing. It's just if if they want Ronda to come back and win, then that's just a done deal, and we're wasting our time. If they want Becky to come back yeah. and win, it's a done deal. We're wasting our time. That's they they've decided that's what they're doing. They're going to put everything behind one of those two. Boom, that makes sense. But if they're not in it. Or like you created the scenario, they're in it, but they don't win it because they eliminate each other and have a non-title type match or something like that. Then that opens up the door for Eva Marie or Charlotte or Alexa or Bianca Belair, obviously. Um, you know, that, that kind of group where then you can kind of debate the pros and cons. Hey, Harley. Remember the days when women's wrestling matches were relegated to the mid-card dumping ground and treated like a glorified intermission? You mean the era when it was only men in the top spots in the main events, getting the biggest matches every night? Yeah. Hmm. Vaguely. Seriously, while we might have a long way to go, we really have come a long way, baby. And that's why we started Grit and Glitter a podcast covering the best in the world of women's wrestling. From the horsewomen of WWE to the goddesses of stardom and everyone in between. Each Tuesday, Emily, myself, and our team of guest correspondents talk the best matches and the biggest news in women's wrestling. Plus, interviews, deep dives, and discussions about everything from media representation to gear to women in behind-the-scenes roles. Just search PW Torch in the podcast app of your choice to subscribe or listen on demand and see the entire PW Torch Daily Cast schedule at pwtorchdailycast.com. All right, so we, uh, we have solved and determined with confidence the men's and women's rumbles. Let's uh, spend a couple minutes here on, on the matches uh, that are on the supporting card. Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, Sam. Uh, are you excited about this compared to Adam Pierce, or if instead Shinsuke was in this spot? Um, do, do you like the last man standing match with Kevin Owens? And, and is there any chance, because they got two and a half months to fill now with two, with two pay-per-views between the Rumble and Mania, any chance at all they surprise us like they did with Orton and Drew and have a short run with KO with the belt? I would say an extremely low chance. I can't say no chance whatsoever, Yeah, but I, I would say it's extremely low. Um, I am looking forward to this match. At no point did I think that Adam Pearce was going to be wrestling in the main event of the Royal Rumble. I, I, I did not think that that was going to be the match. So, you know, I can't say whether I'm disappointed or not because, you know, graphic or no graphic, I was like, well, that's not going to happen. Um, 
But so I, I, I would probably have been more excited about Roman versus Shinsuke straight up. But last man standing rules, I'm probably more excited about K- KO. I think it's, I think, you know, KO is a student of the game. I think he's going to want to draw from uh, Rock Mankind. I quit Royal Rumble 99 stuff. I think they're going to be all over the Thunderdome. I think, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be really a fun, brutal, entertaining match. I, I think Roman will win, and also because with the stipulation, clearly you can tell a story that doesn't necessarily, even though it'll be his third loss in a row to Roman, there are lots of things that Roman can do to make it so that, wow, Kevin Owens could have won that if he were fighting a fair fight. You know, it's last man standing, which means interference and weapons and this and that. So I do think Roman will win, but I do think that the match will be uh, a lot of fun. I think it'll be a really great, really good match. Is there a storyline development that comes out of this, or is it just kind of, you know, straight up, hey, it's a match, it's the Rumble, you're thinking about the men's Rumble even while you're watching this match. Who are we kidding ourselves? We're not going to kid ourselves that you're thinking about anything else. Or is there some sort of storyline with Jay shows up and then Jimmy shows up or something else? I think I think it's it'll be a, a storyline in the sense of the next story comes from this. Like, the way he wins will motivate his next opponent to step up. Or whatever it is. I, I, I don't think that this exact story will continue. I think that this will be the end of this chapter. Um, but I, I, I could see, you know, the way in which Roman wins the match or the fact that he thinks he can beat anybody now. That moving towards the next thing. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I don't think there's a ton to say about this match, and and that's fine because it's the Rumble, and it's there to be a value-added aspect of the match to get people to watch and to enjoy it. But it's not the story of the show, and, you know, it's fine doing KO in a match where most people think the finish is, is, uh, you know, a given. Fate to come play, as some people say. Um, All right, Drew Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. Uh, Odd beginning (laughs) to the the (laughs) build-up. Um, better uh, on Raw this week with the the Spear Claymore in stereo against Miz and Morrison, which was a nice moment, and then a and a stare down. Um, I think they did with Goldberg what AW should be doing with Sting, which is uh, fewer words are better to protect the mystique. Mm-hmm. Uh, once Goldberg gets going, um, it can it it can you know not it gets worse. It can unravel. Um, I liked. What they did this week, and I thought it's it's the right thing to do. Keep it simple. Um, I, I expect Drew to win with a Claymore and Goldberg to show a sign of respect afterwards. But it's Goldberg, and I'm nervous, and I don't think Drew should lose. He already lost to Orton. Um, but Drew could lose and then enter the men's Rumble and win the Rumble and challenge Goldberg. I mean, I, I can't rule something like that out. Your thoughts, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, I, I kind of think it'd be lame if Drew lost and then entered the Oh, very row. lame. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't look at him like, oh, man, what a winner. Here he comes in the <laughs> rumble. I'd be like, oh, that's that guy that lost to Goldberg after he said it'd be like fighting his dad. Um, you know, yeah, I, I I think Drew will win. But like I said, I there's no Goldberg match in the current era where you can give Goldberg anything less than 50% odds. 
50-50, I think, <laughs> is the lowest yeah. you could ever give Goldberg in a match. You're an idiot if you say, if there's any Goldberg match and you go, there's no way Goldberg's going to win this match. You're gonna, that's, You're going to get disappointed when you say that. Like, that's not true. Um, so I, I, I give this the 50-50 in the sense that it's, because you're right, because Goldberg should not win. Drew should win this match. And, you know, in my in my Cena story, and even theoretically in a story with Edge, but more so in my story with Cena, beating Goldberg is only the beginning of Drew's problem with the prior generation. And, you know, him beating Goldberg then goes nicely into you know, Cena stepping up and this is the real deal. And, and he's not Cena. Cena's like, I'm not your dad. I'm John Cena. Like now, now you've really got, now you've really got to do this. Um, so that's, I mean, that's really where I hope it goes, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I mean, when I say you can't rule it out, that's sort of my way of saying you can almost rule it out. Um, and I Goldberg wins and then they do a rematch at mania. Ugh. I mean, yeah. I don't want to watch two and a half months of WWE programming where Goldberg is just holding onto a belt, but not defending it, not being entertaining on promos, and Drew is on some redemption tour that he doesn't need so we can watch a match with an obvious outcome, which is Drew getting the belt back. I mean, I, I just don't, I can't imagine the pitch meeting where anybody is sold on, is, is sold on, on that. I, I, I mean, Surprise me, Vince, in WWE, and make that comp- compelling two and a half months. I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I want Drew to win with a Claymore, and I want him to move on to the next thing. I, I, I think that that's right. I think the redemption of Drew McIntyre already happened after the Randy Orton loss. Yeah. So that's why I don't, be- I, w- I don't think I believe in another redemption tour because it's like, well, if you didn't learn your lesson last time, you're not going to learn your lesson this time. So what, what are we, what are we learning here? So the more intriguing aspect of this is perhaps Money in the Bank. And the Miz and Morrison, they've been integrated into this. Miz is talking about, you guys are going to destroy each other, win or lose. You're going to be spent. I'm going to come in, cash in, uh, become champion. How, how does the Money in the Bank briefcase play into this match? If, if that's one of the main hooks for, of intrigue, is Miz could, can Miz come out as champion or... Does Miz cash in and fail thanks to Goldberg, and then we get a Goldberg versus Miz and Morrison match at Mania, or is this all just going to kind of be done by Sunday night and Goldberg's off the radar again, and Miz and Morrison move on to something else? Like, what's the most likely scenario among those those possibilities or others? I mean, I think I think the Money in the Bank could come into play where the Miz enters the match and pins Goldberg. That way, Drew never actually loses the title. And then whoever wins the Royal Rumble decides he wants to fight The Miz at the Elimination Chamber, not at WrestleMania. And then Drew gets to go to WrestleMania to face whoever won the Royal Rumble, who's the champion now. So the winner of the Royal Rumble beats The Miz before WrestleMania. And then Drew gets the chance to win his title back that he never lost at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to use the money in the bank, that's how you use it. Because that way, Goldberg loses in a way that's not fair. So you don't really lose anything with Goldberg. Drew is now on the hunt for the title without ever losing the title, so you don't have to do that redemption thing. You don't have to have Drew weirdly enter the Royal Rumble. You have somebody else enter the Royal Rumble. 
you have a, maybe, and you could still have John Cena win the Royal Rumble, beat the Miz at Elimination Chamber, and then Drew steps up to him. Or you could, I mean, you could do that with a lot of people. You could have Edge do that, although I don't think Edge getting the title shot before WrestleMania fits very well into his story of being on a quest. I don't think this works for Edge, but yeah. it works for it works for anyone besides Edge, I think. Need an extra dose of positivity in your wrestling podcasts? Well, come join me, Alan Forel, over in the Pro Rest Paradise at Peter Torch VIP as we bask on the bright side of wrestling and focus on some of the great matches and shows from around the world, be it the US, Japan, Europe, or Mexico. There's always a place for wrestling's past in the Paradise too, and we've done fun historical shows such as the We Love Liger series, celebrating the glorious career of Jushin Thunder Liger, and our I Was There When shows, where a guest will join me to talk about a classic bout that they were in attendance for. We love variety, and you can expect lots of it at the Pro Rest Paradise. Detailed PWF Torch VIP subscription information and a list of all the VIP benefits is available at pwtorchvipinfo.com. And yes, all VIP podcasts are compatible with popular podcast apps on iPhone and Android devices. Or you can stream them directly from our ad-free VIP mobile site. See you in the paradise. If if uh, if Goldberg has a match at Mania that has nothing to do with Drew, what is it? Um, I think you could do another Braun Goldberg match. I think oh. depending on who- there's a name we didn't mention to enter the Rumble and win and face Drew. Also, by the way, possible. Going yeah, full I, circle. I don't know. I'm thrilled by that. Yeah, but it is possible. Yeah, I mean, just uh, you know, as, as we're talking, there might be someone going, "Oh, they forgot Braun, obviously, because they would have at least mentioned right. him on one of their tiers." So that that's worth saying because he's been laying low, hasn't been defined down. He's been a top guy before. That certainly that should I would put him in tier two. Yeah, I could see a Goldberg because I'm not against having a Goldberg match at WrestleMania at all. Yeah, but yeah, I think a Braun Goldberg rematch, mm-hmm. or I think a Keith Lee Goldberg match could be really good. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. And again, gives Keith Lee a little bit of a rub of being in there with a legacy star legend type like Goldberg. Yeah. It, it sends a, a lot of a lot of WWE isn't just about drawing money. It's sending signals to your fans about who Vincent Mann believes in and why, therefore, you should, too. And and yeah. that just matching Keith Lee and Goldberg doesn't mean, oh, high entertainment value, although it wouldn't would not be entertaining necessarily. I mean, Keith Lee playing off of Goldberg could be fun on TV and the match itself could be intriguing. But the main purpose would be a little special attraction match at Mania, but also give give a signal to the fan base, we're believing in Keith Lee enough to let him have a moment against Goldberg, win or lose. You know, and, and it could define his character. If he lost to Goldberg, he can turn heel and go on a rampage and never get over it. And that can be his storyline. Or he can win and brag about it endlessly and incessantly, and people are tired of him and boo him for that, or vice versa. Yeah, and I think that's the type of match Goldberg should be in. That feels like a good use for a Goldberg at WrestleMania, better than a title match i think yeah yep um okay so uh just to wrap up here quick the the women's tag match oscar and charlotte against nia jackson shana don't really know what to think about that other than i i wouldn't i i mean i kind of lean towards jackson shana winning just to free up charlotte and oscar because it doesn't seem like like you mentioned earlier they're super invested in the dynamic and the storyline between them um and maybe that would spark something charlotte's got the thing with lacy Asuka's the singles champ, and if they're not invested in telling a, a, a story about, you know, you know, 
Hogan and Orndorff's friendship. They're not t- telling a story about Charlotte and Flair's, uh, Oscar and, and Charlotte's friendship, or or anything. It just seems like they just happen to be together. So get the belts off them. Let Charlotte be abs- go focus on Lacey and let Oscar defend her title, and let Nia and Shayna float between brands and 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 be an interesting heel tag team. Yeah, and I think that if you, I, I'm with you. I kind of see them winning too, because I think that well, it depends on when you do the match now, because. I mean, if you if if the women's Royal Rumble match is first, because theoretically you could have Charlotte and Oscar lose the titles. Charlotte blames Oscar. Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble in a fury. Mm-hmm. Goes after Oscar for it. Yep. But if what that promo for backstage sounded like to me is true, then you do the women's Royal Rumble match first. I mean. It would be very interesting, and I know a lot of fans would be upset by it, but maybe that's not such a bad thing. If you have Nia Jax win the Royal Rumble and then an hour later go on and win the Tag Team Championship and you just make it the Nia night, it's at least interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I think because Asuka and Charlotte, they just haven't developed that. It means either they're saving it or they're not interested. And I don't think we know which it is, but they sure are interested. I mean, Vince sure is interested in Nia Jax. Um, yeah, and you could even do a you could even do a thing where uh, Nia and Sh- you could do basically the storyline that you should have done with Charlotte and Asuka, where Charlotte and Asuka lose the titles to Shayna and Nia on the same night that Nia won the Royal Rumble. And then at one of the two pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania, Shayna actually beats Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. And so now your Raw Women's Championship main event is still the tag team champions facing each other for the title. Mm-hmm. But instead of Charlotte versus Asuka, it's Shayna versus Nia. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because it feels like that's a match you've been building and building. Like it's almost, yes. It feels like it's been you know, months and months and months where you don't even know for sure if that's what's happening anymore. But that could finally come to a culmination if you did it that way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I mean, I, I don't, the, the, there's so many things we don't know. Even if we think we know, we don't really know other than the, the safest bet is Roman Reigns walks out with his title. Um, Drew Goldberg, you make the case. Don't, don't get too confident with anything involving Goldberg either way. And the women's tag very up in the air, and the men's rumble. There's a tier, a top tier, and then a plausible twenty percent cluster of second tier. It, we're going to learn a lot. We're going to know a lot more sun, uh, by the end of Sunday night than we know now about who's who's back, who's in, who's getting a push, and what the lay of the land is for the two and a half months leading up to Mania. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's probably the most compelling part is is knowing that we don't know anything really right now, yeah. and that. Theoretically, on Sunday, even if every question isn't answered, we should, on Sunday night, if we got together, we should be able to have a conversation of what the next three months is going to look like, which we, you know, all we can do now is theorize. We could do it for hours and hours and hours. So many possibilities. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, Anything else, Sam? I think that's it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Fun conversation, as always. Thank you. You can hear the Royal Rumble post-pay-per-view VIP exclusive roundtable this Sunday by going VIP for just 99 cents. That's 90% off our normal rate for our first sale of 2021. The coupon code is 2021SALE. 2021SALE. 
go to pwtorch.com slash govip. That's pwtorch.com slash govip. It'll tell you all about VIP membership benefits. Now we're compatible with Apple Podcasts, the native podcast app on iPhone or any iOS device, including CarPlay and Apple TV and iPad and your MacBook or iMac. They'll all sync together and you don't need to enter a username and password. No jumping through hoops. Just log in with a valid VIP member, generate your exclusive VIP podcast feed and enter that in Apple Podcasts and you're good to go as long as you're an active member. That also works, by the way, on Google Podcasts and a bunch of other podcast apps that we were not previously compatible with. So uh, you can also now pay, not just with PayPal, but with a credit card or debit card on our Express signup form. It's easier than ever, more options than ever. And we have new shows in 2021. The latest signature show that I'm part of every weekend is Everything with Rich Fan, hosted by Wade Keller. That's the name of the show. And not only do we talk current events, not just the A topics, but we kind of go on the perimeter of some things that'll make you feel a little smarter, a little more informed, and some things that might not be on your radar that are interesting that Rich and I pick out every week. But also, we really go off the beaten path at the end where Rich assigns me, and he takes requests from listeners on this, assigns me something to watch that maybe I hadn't seen before, either current or many years ago. And he gets my reaction to it. And then together we kind of learn about the context. He explains the context of what happened. And we also provide a link for you to watch this off the beaten path clip. And it's been a lot of fun so far through our first several shows this year. We just launched at the beginning of the year this new weekend series. There's also the Everything Mailbag where Rich gets together with PW Torch Assistant Editor Zach Haydorn. And they answer your email questions. That also is a regular feature now on the VIP feed. Another new show that's getting a lot of praise is Nick and Tom's Intercontinental Adventure. If you like the discussions that Sam and I have when we get together to preview the Royal Rumble or other pay-per-views, you're really going to like Nick and Tom, too. They focus exclusively on WWE. Like Sam, they are passionate into the WWE product. They know its history. They're immersed in the current product. They don't look at it through blinders. They see some weaknesses, and they're not unwilling to call that out, but they also have a lot about the product that they enjoy, and they really like trying to decode and examine the different options that WWE and Vince McMahon have and evaluate the choices that they make each week. So they cover, for the first 80% or so of the show, the top stories from TV and the news that week in WWE. And then they close with a look at the top WWE stories from the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter back issue that goes up right before every weekend. So uh, usually it goes up on Friday or Saturday, our new 20 years ago back issue. They review that and incorporate it into their show. So uh, that's just two shows. There's so many great things happening at PW Torch VIP. Check it out for 99 cents. See if it can become part of your podcast listening. I think with the shows like The Fix with Todd Martin or Post Pay-Per-View Roundtables and so many other great shows a lot of them are niche topics, just focused exclusively, say, on Ring of Honor or just New Japan. And they're hosted by people who really know the product inside and out and will increase your enthusiasm and knowledge for the product. So check it out. It's easier than ever to sign up. It's cheap for 99 cents, and it works with Apple Podcasts. And by the way, you get access instantly to 30 years of back issues of the Pro Wrestling Torch Weekly Newsletter, actually more than 30 years, over 1,700 back issues. And retro radio shows, hundreds of them from the 1990s, including hundreds that I hosted. I think you'll find it really fascinating. Oh, I should also mention the fourth new podcast we added this year is the VIP Vault. And this goes back to 2005, May of 2005, when we started podcasting. A year before podcasting was even a word, we were doing audio shows for our subscribers. And we've excavated them from our hard drive and now are featuring them in order 
starting with the very first Wade Keller hotline from May of 2005. So you can relive wrestling history from just over 15 years ago, march through our pay-per-view roundtables and our current events roundtables, the real deal with Pat McNeil, the Bruce Mitchell Audio Show, the Wade Keller hotlines, and so much more. It's not something you're going to get anywhere else because there just weren't really many audio shows in that era of pro wrestling. So it's your chance to kind of jump into the immersive contemporary coverage, not looking back through 2020 hindsight, but immersing yourself in our contemporary reaction to what was happening the night of or the day of news breaking or the night of an event happening. So uh, we really think you'll love the community we built up. There's a real sense of community among the hosts and the listeners, and I think you'll really get that vibe and and enjoy being part of it. So go check out VIP membership, pwtorch.com slash govip. And again, that coupon code to get $9 off a one-month sub or $9 off a three- or 12-month sub, if you choose, is 2021 sale. 2021 sale. Thanks for listening. As always, thanks to Sam Roberts, my guest today. And we'll be back tomorrow with the Thursday flagship with Jason Powell from ProWrestling.net. And then Friday night, the post show with Mike Myers from PWTorch.com joining me to wrap up and react to the SmackDown before the Rumble. Expect some news there. Announcing our first VIP sale of 2021. Just 99 cents gets you a full month of VIP access. If you act now, go to pwtorch.com slash govip. Enter coupon code 2021SALE. That's right, 2021SALE. And that'll take $9 off our usual $9.99 monthly subscription price. That's 2021SALE. Enter that in the coupon code box on our sign-up form at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. We've got exciting things happening with PW Torch VIP in 2021. A new podcast series called Everything with Rich Fan that I host with longtime PW Torch contributor and now pro wrestling torch columnist Rich Fan. And the podcast lives up to the title. We talk about the top stories of the week and some strange and oddball and off the beaten track clips of professional wrestling. That Rich and the listeners suggest that I watch, and then Rich gets my response to it at the end of each week's episode. Also, Nick and Tom's Intercontinental Adventure, our first purely WWE Week in Review focused show, with Nick Barbati and Tom Collihue, both PWTorch.com contributors, who discuss and debate the top matches, the top angles, the top out of ring stories in WWE from the previous week, and then they do a flashback to 20 years ago that week and discuss the top stories from that week's Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter. Also just launched is our new PW Torch VIP podcast vault, the first ever Wade Keller hotline from May 6th, 2003. This was a year before the word podcast was even invented. We were doing VIP audio shows, and we've excavated our very first shows, and we're presenting them at least one per week on our VIP podcast feed. Vault podcast formats starting in 2003 include the Wade Keller hotlines, roundtables following pay-per-views, and also roundtables discussing current events in professional wrestling, including Jason Powell, Pat McNeil, Bruce Mitchell, and more early VIP podcasts. 
These new podcast series joined some new ones in 2020, including NXT eight years back, WWE then and now, looking back at past WWE pay-per-views through today's lens, and New Japan Pride with Javier and Bethany discussing the week in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Plus, long-running shows like the Wade Keller Hotline, post-pay-per-view roundtables, The Fix with Todd Martin, Radican Worldwide, On the Canvas with Zach Hadorn, Alan Forel's Pro Wrestling Paradise, Podcast of Honor, covering Ring of Honor with Tyler and Ryan. The PW Torch East Coast Cast VIP version, the British Wrestling Report, our retro radio shows from the 1990s, and Vintage Torch Talk interviews. And as of 2021, our VIP podcast feed is now compatible with Apple Podcasts, the native iOS podcast app. You no longer have to enter a username and password. As long as you are a current VIP member, your podcast feed will get you the latest shows from our PW Torch VIP lineup, multiple shows per day on Apple Podcasts. Our new podcast feed also works with other podcast apps that we previously were not compatible with, including the native Google Podcast app on Android phones and many others. It's easier than ever to listen to our VAP podcasts, and it's easier than ever to subscribe because we now not only offer PayPal as an option for payments, but also direct credit card and debit card payments on our simplified, streamlined VIP signup page. So many improvements, so many exciting things happening, and this is the time of year to immerse yourself in our top-shelf coverage of professional wrestling. And don't forget, VIP membership gets you instant access to 30-plus years of archives of the Pro Wrestling Torch Weekly Newsletter, ad-free access to our weekly Pro Wrestling Torch Newsletter that started it all, a new newsletter each week, and ad-free access to our main website. So go VIP, pwtorch.com slash go VIP, full details, on that page, and then our sign-up form includes a coupon code box. Just enter 2021 sale, and that'll take $9 off any subscription option. So you can apply that $9 discount to a one-month, a three-month, or a one-year subscription. If you apply to a one-month subscription, that brings your price down to just $0.99. And that will include our post-Royal Rumble VIP roundtable and our post-AEW Revolution pay-per-view roundtable available the night of the event. A roundtable discussion right after the event ends, lasting around 60 minutes exclusively for VIP members. Again, it's pwtorch.com slash govip, coupon code 2021SALE. And let's not forget the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Shows and Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcasts and PW Torch Daily Casts, 14 podcasts per week, are available on our podcast feed, compatible with Apple Podcasts' native app and many other popular podcast apps ad-free. That's right, you can hear these shows with the ads and plugs removed for a streamlined listening experience. Give us a try. It's just 99 cents to try us for a full month. We're now on Patreon. That's right, you can support us and get benefits at patreon.com slash pwtorchvip. That's patreon.com slash pwtorchvip. We have three tiers, $4.99, $6.99, and $9.99. The first tier gives you all the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcasts and Post Shows and the PW Torch Daily Casts with the ads and plugs removed. That membership tier also includes the VIP After Shows that on occasion we put on extended versions for VIP members at the end of the Wade Keller Shows and Daily Casts. And it's compatible with the Apple Podcast app and any other third-party podcast app out there, or you can stream the shows directly from your Patreon app or the Patreon website. Or you can upgrade to Tier 2 for two extra dollars a month and add the Wade Keller Hotline to the mix, a daily podcast just for VIP members who support us. Or you can upgrade to Tier 3 and get 
All the Wade Keller podcasts and post shows and daily casts with the ads and plugs removed and the VIP after shows and the Wade Keller hotlines, plus all the other VIP exclusive podcasts and a PDF and all text version of the weekly Pro Wrestling Torch Weekly newsletter and a 20 years ago Pro Wrestling Torch Weekly newsletter every week. Full details on how to support us and get so much in return with three different tiered options at patreon.com slash pwtorchvip. You can still support us directly on our website and get the full VIP benefits for $9.99 a month by going to pwtorch.com slash govip. That has not changed. This is just an additional option for those of you who are familiar with and like supporting creators on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash pwtorchvip. Have you subscribed to the PW Torch Daily Cast yet? It's a free daily podcast with shows throughout the week dedicated to Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, NXT, and MMA Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. That's Monday through Friday. And on Saturdays, check out the Deep Dive with Rich Fan, where he examines a single topic in depth. And then Sunday nights, it's Wrestling Night in America with Greg Parks. You can listen live or download the show later at PWTorchDailyCast.com. Just click on the live stream link. He takes your calls talking about wrestling's biggest events, either ones that just took place or previewing shows that are right around the corner. And on Sundays when WWE runs pay-per-views, he's live right after the pay-per-view at PWTorchDailyCast.com, reviewing the show and taking your calls. That's the PW Torch Daily Cast lineup. Just search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your wrestling podcasts or visit our homepage to download or stream the shows or find out more information PWTorchDailyCast.com. Are you a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Then join the New Japan Pride podcast starring Bethany Rubel and Javier Machado with an eye for the action and an eye for the story. We'll keep you abreast of all New Japan shows both in Japan and also covering their American expansion with New Japan Strong. And I'll watch all the Yano matches so Bethany doesn't have to. And I'll watch all of the Ibushi matches. Wait a minute. I didn't script that. <laughs> Listen to our weekly podcast exclusively with the PW Torch VIP membership. Become a member at pwtorch.com slash go VIP. Every Sunday night, catch Wrestling Night in America on pwtorchdailycast.com, hosted by me, PW Torch columnist Greg Parks. Each week, I'll welcome a co-host from the Torch family to discuss the big shows in pro wrestling, taking your calls and emails. You can listen live most weeks beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. On Sunday nights with a WWE or Impact pay-per-view, we go on the air at the conclusion of that pay-per-view. You can listen live, but of course the full show is available for download on demand anytime shortly after it airs. Visit PWTorchDailyCast.com and click the live stream link to find the next scheduled live show link. Search PWTorch in Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe. Wrestling Night in America every Sunday, PWTorchDailyCast.com. Whether you're looking to occupy yourself on road trips or traveling for the holidays or to occupy yourself because you're not seeing family as much this holiday season, why not settle in and listen to a good book? 
Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases, like the Young Bucks autobiography, to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more, like original entertainment, and now podcasts. And recently, Audible's launched a new plan, Audible Plus. With Audible Plus, you get full access to their Plus catalog, which is filled with thousands and thousands of select originals, audiobooks, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of popular shows, as well as exclusive series. Audible Plus connects you with tons of content that entertains, inspires, and informs. It's easy to find just the right listen. Whether it's comedy, romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction, fitness and wellness, or, yes, many pro wrestling selections. You can even squeeze in a workout or guided meditation without having to go to a gym or class. And with everything you want to listen to all in one app, Audible Plus can truly become your playlist for life. It's only $4.95 per month for your first six months. Choose your plan and start a free trial. So go to audible.com slash Wade or text Wade to 500-500. And you can try Audible Plus for free or Audible Premium Plus for free. And you can make your free selection, The Young Bucks Killing the Business Book that just came out last week. Again, that's audible.com slash Wade or text Wade to 500-500. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.